0: Block Talk Radio.
1: Has anyone ever told you you dream too big? That you have too many ideas? That you need to be realistic? What if there was a career and lifestyle that you could completely design yourself that enables you to do what makes your heart truly sing and helps millions of people benefit from what you have to offer? Join us for the next hour and learn to trust your aha moments to lead the way to a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened beings worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. We are in a very interesting energy right now, and that energy is all about change, lots and lots of change. Last week we talked about the fun stuff, the summer solstice, and we also talked about the supermoon and this week we are talking about mercury in retrograde we're talking about polarities last night um i was speaking i was actually teaching my uh advanced class last night the as above so below class and last night's session was all about polarities the polar opposites of energy that we have the balancers um that come into play and how if we don't understand what those polarities are, we can really get ourselves tripped up um, with our energy. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk all about this whole Mercury in retrograde, which um, is starting tomorrow, June 26th, and it's going through July 20th. It is a three-week period that happens three times a year. And um, even people who are not into the spiritual stuff, know about mercury retrograde i my sister i have a lot of people who call me who don't really do a lot of this stuff and i said oh my gosh it's mercury retrograde it's mercury retrograde because it seems that it can wreak havoc um with just about anybody um the only people who seem to get spared by the uh mercury retrograde um halo are the ones who were born during a mercury and retrograde period, those folks who were born if you were born during the time of mercury retrograde, you can look back in the calendars on that you can just google Mercury retrograde calendar um for your date of birth and your year if you're born during Mercury and retrograde, then you're looking forward to this time, all kinds of things fall into place because you're really in sync uh with the with the retrograding mercury so if that was if you're lucky enough to have that have happened then this time is not something that you are worried about. It's something that you actually look forward to. But for the rest of us who are not born during a Mercury retrograde, this can be kind of a challenging time. So today I wanted to devote the show um, to just sorting some of those things out. We're going to talk about um, what what the retrograde actually does, what uh we can do to be able to still function well and actually thrive during this time, because it does not have to be all dismal. And then we're going to do an activation tonight. I never ever thought of this, actually, when I was asking my guides, what are we going to do on the show? And they were telling me, like, this morning at 5 a.m., I was like, you know, you guys are really waiting late. <laughs> we have a show today. Um, the the energy has been so wonky, you know, so I wasn't really getting anything clear, and I was just like, okay, I'll wait. And when they said that we were going to talk about working retrograde today, they also said, you know, we're going to do an activation. We're going to do a little meditation that's going to help people to balance um, during this time, to find that balance. So once we do it, you can listen to this as a podcast on the same site. And um, and if you need to just find your center during this time, during these three weeks, this will be a great activation to be listened to once we, uh, we do it later on in the show. I will also be doing some readings. I see that a lot of you are calling in, and <laughs> Sam is already in the queue talking to many of you, so he will be getting to, hopefully most of you, um, if we can, to get you in line to get your questions answered. And if you would like to call in with a question, the number is 347-215-9485. It's 347-215-9485. Nine, four, eight, five. So anyway, let's get started. I wanted to just mention two announcements, just to always do our housekeeping at the top of the show. Um, we have the master course, the power boosting, the midsummer power boost course with Rudy Hunter. We've extended the early registration. We actually sold out really, really fast with the first twenty spots. Um, and so and and we have more than that at this point. So we decided we're gonna extend um the early registration for a little bit longer. So if you would like to register and still get the hundred dollars off of the price um off the tuition, you can do that at aha momentinc dot com forward slash power boost. P O W E R B O O S T. So that's aha momentsinc dot com forward slash power boost. And that's going to be an amazing, amazing course. We're going to teach that for four weeks. It'll be four Mondays starting July 8th. So a week, we'll be starting actually, I think it's a week from next Monday. Yeah, because July 4th is next Thursday, a week from just Thursday. So, yep, a week from next Monday we'll be getting started with that class. And Rudy is going to be doing um, activations that he's never done before. He's going to be doing a lot of uh, processes and tools and things that he has not presented before so i'm excited about that we're going to get some nice fresh new stuff so if you're a rudy hunter fan um and you have all his stuff this will be some new stuff for you to um, experience and we have people from all over the world who are registered for the class it should be really really fun and i'm really looking forward to it so you can go to com forward slash power boost and um next week we have karen abrams who is a master theta healer coming on the show. She's gonna be doing theta healing sessions online I mean, on the show. And uh, and I'm excited about that too because she has agreed that she's going to do a master course series with us in September. So we'll be doing a four week uh Theta healing master course. Just like this power boost, I haven't figured out the name of it yet, but we will be doing that in uh, in September. So you wanted to keep that in the back of your mind. I'm not sure. Well, it'll be Monday nights. It'll be probably two Mondays, like the second two Mondays in um, September, and the first two Monday nights or something in October. We're gonna have another telethon that's starting around then too. So I've stored all the, you know, all the logistics and all the details around it. But uh, Karen will be coming in for our, our next. Uh, Ground of the Master Series. I really want to go deeper than the Telesummit. The telesummits are great for getting the beginning information and getting some surface information for sampling a lot of different modalities. But I wanted to take the time um, each month, every six weeks, so, to do a nice, you know, dive in deep with uh, some of these amazing folks that we've had on the Telesummit to really, really get um, more benefit from from their work. And if you want to move fast and accelerate in your own personal growth and in manifesting and all the other stuff, you know, really, you know, conjuring up what you're most desiring, I can say from personal experience that the more clearing and more work you do with folks like this in a deep way, um, you know, beyond a free recording or, you know, a podcast, that's all the sort of stuff, but really customizing it to you, whether it's in a group setting or a private work with them. The much faster acceleration you're going to have with your own things, you know, coming to fruition in your own life. So I highly suggest, um, considering participating in those or, or working with these practitioners one on one. Okay. So I think for now, that's it for housekeeping. Um, let's get into Mercury Retrograde and then, and, and then we'll see how the energy flows and, uh, get to some of your questions and then get to the activation and all that good stuff. We have a lot to cover tonight. Uh, I can't believe I, you know, it's funny, I I write these things and I'm just like, wow, you know, they really want to cover a lot. So I guess we'll fast, we will be fucking fast and get it all done within an hour. So Mercury retrograde is really when, you know, all the planets go into some sort of retrograde. So we actually just got out of a Pluto retrograde last month and there was a couple other ones. And if you can Google all of this and get, like, the, the nitty-gritty details. But when Mercury goes into retrograde in particular, it's kind of like the energy is traveling backwards. So um, what that means is that communication, which is what Mercury governs over, can become very garbled. Um, you do not want to uh, make any major purchases, like, you know, buying a car, buying a home. You don't want to sign contracts. You don't want to initiate big, you know, contractual things during a mercury and retrograde, what you want, or have, you know, electric surgery or any of those kinds of things. You want to wait until after the retrograde is over. Um, why is that? Because a lot of times what happens is, with this energy being the way it is, things get, uh, have to be done twice. So you could, let's say your car breaks down, or let's say you decide to get your car fixed. And I actually, one of the burning retrogrades, I had an uh, oil change. And I figured, okay, it's an oil change. What can go wrong with an oil change? Well, let me tell you, I had an oil change, and um, the mechanic was new to that particular shop. So he didn't fill any of the other fluids, there was no power steering fluid that had leaked out. You know he hadn't he put the oil in the wrong place, I and mean, it was just all these mishaps, right so I had to go back and have the oil change done again now, when you're dealing with cars in particular, that can be really frustrating because when you get something fixed during a retrograde, a lot of times it's not fixed properly, so you have to bring it back a second time, you know, or when I get my nails done and they're all falling off <laughs> within the next day, you know that type of thing, not that you shouldn't get your nails done enough that you shouldn't get an oil change. But if you do have to do these things during this time, what you want to make sure you do is if there's, like, for instance, you have to buy a washer or dryer, you know, or you have to buy a computer, and you really don't want to, but you just have to, make sure you get the extended um, warranties, you know, buy the travel insurance for this time. I know for my tele-summit, I'm booking, you know, speakers for the next tele-summit. Now, I will talk to them, and I will invite them during this time, and I will even book them with a date, but I won't send their contract, their speaker's contract, until after the retrograde is over. And they all know about retrograde, too. So they'll say, hey, Mari, can you sign this contract after the retrograde is over? And I it's like, you know, I always say, you don't have to tell me twice, of course, you know. But you So you don't want to stop Everything you're doing, and just you know, hole up in your house and wait for the retrograde to be over. But you want to be prudent, you want to flow with the energy, and that's what we talk about when we talk about polarity. So, we've had this huge, nice crescendo of the super moon, and this huge, nice crescendo of the summer solstice, and all of this op- opportunity here. And what the retrograde does now, the purpose of it is one of the good things about it is that it balances us, it makes us slow down, it makes us. Uh, become more aware of our um, capacity for to handle challenges. It makes us uh, there's some certain things that are really really good to do during a time of a retrograde. Um, some of those cha- some of those things that are really good to do during a retrograde is anything that you want to end. If you want to end a relationship, great time to do that is during a retrograde. If you want to lose weight and go on a diet, it's about releasing okay, letting go of things. So this is a great time to let go of things. We have the solstice, we have the super moon. That's a huge crescendo of energy to set intention, okay, and to sort of make plans and to plant seeds. And now, this is this three weeks is a great time for clearing. If you have a basement to clear out or you want to clean out underneath your bed or you want to do deep cleaning, you know, the kind of, you know, paint the moldings and clean the ceiling fan paddles and dig deep into the junk drawers and the closets and all that stuff. Mercury retrograde is a great time for that. It's a really, really great time for that. Starting a diet, starting an exercise program, letting go, okay? Great, great time. If you have to have an intense heart-to-heart talk with someone, okay, um, if you want to... Initiate a relationship, you know, like your first kiss, that kind of thing. You probably want to wait for the first kiss to be after Mercury retrograde. If you're looking to end the relationship, you may want to also wait. And the reason why I say that is because communications can be quite garbled. So if you've ever seen like an EKG machine when they do like a you know heart monitor test, you know how it's just like very sensitive and it just it moves at every little beat, every little movement. That's kind of how the energy is now. So if you are in a tense situation with someone or, you know, there's confusion around a particular relationship, or, or now is not the time to necessarily pick up that gauntlet and try to throw it down. Because the way that you, what you mean may not come across the way you mean it during a retrograde period. It may come across harsher. Have you ever gotten a text message and it, you know, and you're analyzing the text message and it's like, well, how could he use a period and not an exclamation point? But that's only a comma, <laughs> you know. And well, they, they use ten words in that text and, well, if you love me, if you' used twenty, you know, that kind of thing. This is not the time to be analyzing the text messages. It's not the time to be going after someone to marry you. This is not the time to be pushing, you know, for a specific outcome. This is not the time to go head-to-head with someone if you can avoid it because nine times out of ten, the way you genuinely mean it is not necessarily how it's going to be received. It's a very intense time, okay? And we also have very heightened energy. Like I said, we have the supermoon, which has a bigger... You know, range of power that pull the moon is is the is the uh, lunar energy, is the feminine energy. So that you know, you have more water, more emotion uh, with the with the super moon, and then you've got the sun, the summer solstice. We've got a tremendous amount of light right now. We have a tremendous amount of daylight. We have a tremendous amount of influence from the masculine, from the sun. And when you have all that heightened stuff, and then you throw in a, mar- a retrograde. Um, especially one around communication, it's probably better to, you know, take the high road and just let it be if you can until after the retrograde is over. Now, if you are like blowing your stack and you just have to talk to someone, what I would suggest, and this is one of my tips for a retrograde, is to journal about it. Write it down first, get the edge off. If you're upset with someone, if you're really stressing over a situation. Situations can look a lot worse than they actually are during a retrograde. If you happen to have your own deck of angel cards or intuition, like the cards I have, my uh, intuitive card products, those things that I I sell as well, or any of like Dorming Virtues angel cards, and you pull cards for yourself and you're doing your various oracles, Mercury and retrograde can make those things come up inaccurately. Okay, well, so if you're pulling cards for yourself, you might you might want to really tune in and get very quiet and 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 try to discern intuitively is this true? Is this really true, or is this potentially under the halo of the retrograde? Okay, if it's feeling really off, it may very well be off. So, again. Now is the time to lay low, take the high road, give someone the benefit of the doubt. It's okay to wait, have patience. This is not the time for result, 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 result. This is a great time for meeting. This is a great time for planning. This is a great time for research. This is a great time for configuring. This is a great time for, you know, working with logistics. As far as sorting things out, this is a great time for for cleaning out, dieting, exercising, anything else, releasing, okay? Those are great activities, right? Drinking lots of water will strengthen your intuition so you can get better messages during the retrograde. Drinking your water, really important. Water is a magnifier, okay? It's an amplifier of information, for information so you will you will heighten your intuition by your journaling you will heighten your intuition by your drinking of your water. you will heighten your intuition and strengthen your intuition to get clear messages during the retrograde by doing your deep breathing you're doing your yoga, doing your tai chi going out to the ocean if you know it's the summer now if you're on the, on on either of the coast where or by a body of water great time to do that. This is also a time where it's kind of nature's natural way to get us to slow down so we listen and so that we receive, okay, that we receive information, that we receive insight, that we receive inspiration, okay. But if you are going to try to be a bull in the china shop during <laughs> Mercury and and I see this a lot, where people say, oh, you know what, Mar, that's your airy-fairy woo-woo stuff. And they go off. I've seen this. I had a friend who was a mortgage broker and she (laughs) and the real estate agent, you know, they would call me and, and try to force me to psychically tell them that their deals were going to go through because they just had to do the deal right now. And I would say, well, you know, go ahead and sign your contract, but just expect that you're going to have to sign it a second time. And nine times out of 10, they did. Nine times out of 10, something would go wrong with the inspection. or or. Um, a lot of times with the houses what would happen is they would find something in the inspection or the inspection wouldn't happen. There would be some sort of delay or something wouldn't go clear to close or some, you know, there, there's, there, it just wouldn't come together. And then the week after the retrograde, everything just <laughs> fell into place. So if something doesn't come together like you hope, uh, if that check doesn't come on time, all that kind of stuff, the way that you want to deal with that is to just get centered and know that the, the the one thing, one difference between something being a true crisis like it normally would be at other times of the year and being a mercury and retrograde mishap is that anything that has to do with the retrograde usually has a solution come up really fast behind the mishap. So let's say, you you know, you have a car breakdown or something, you know, suddenly your your computer goes wonky, which happens a lot. I'm going to give you some guides to call into some of these things to help you out. Um, I've known in the past I've had, like, you know, you get a virus or something, and then right when you're about to panic, you don't panic. You say, okay, this is a retrograde. And then you just get quiet and you say, okay, what is the divine solution at this time? for this. And you'll be amazed how quickly, like I remember I had a computer issue during a retrograde and I called one I just heard call Joan and I called my friend and she says, Oh well I have an amazing guy who'll come to the house and he's fifty dollars and you know blah blah blah. And you know the next day there he was in the house fixing everything. So I actually got a resource that I could call on you know later who was affordable who would actually do house calls for the computers. Um out of a retrograde. So something good came out of it. But it was a very quick solution that shows up, okay? During the normal year, sometimes that won't happen that quickly, so it's like a genuine, true crisis. But during a retrograde, it's usually like you have an issue, and then you have a quick solution that shows up after the issue, okay? So that's how you kind of know that it's just more wonky energy and not, you know, cataclysmic crisis. Um. The other way to strengthen your intuition when it comes to a mercury in retrograde time is to focus more on your dreams because that's a much clearer way to get, you know, information directly to you that's not being affected by the retrograde. So the way that you program a dream, I've talked about this on the show before the way that you program a dream to get messages, and again, it involves your water and it involves your journal, is right before you go to sleep, you're going to take a half a glass, you're going to put a glass of water next to your bed in a, in a journal, you're going to close your eyes, or, or write in the journal, rather, you know, what it is you'd like to get information about. You're going to drink half a glass of water, you're going to go to sleep. And then when you wake up, you drink the other half a glass of water, and then you write down what you remember. And you can, you know, then you can go into what we call the morning pages, where you write your three pages. Um, you know, just free associate, just you, just just freehand it. Write your three pages, and you will get the insights. That's a really good way to get more accurate information and more accurate messages during a retrograde. Use your dream time uh, more consciously. You can even ask to, as you're going to sleep, please help. A portion of me, my my regular waking consciousness, to stay aware and bring me the specific information I need at this time when I wake up. Okay, and that will give you. That's a really good tool, especially during a retrograde when in your regular day things are wonky. And you can use that dream, those dreams to, to sort things out. All right, so those are some good some good basic tools. That I use all these myself and, it's, and they're reliable. They're very, very reliable but you have to do them. You know, you have to do them and not second guess because when you start to second guess and you're sending the energy into more of a spin limit then it's already, um, then it's already in. So here's three guides also that you can call on um, during a retrograde period. The one that you want to really, really lean on during a retrograde is Archangel Michael Archangel Michael is for protection. He's for clarity. He governs over life workers, so especially for life purpose and career and stuff. But what most people don't know about Archangel Michael is that one of his pet projects is helping with technology. So if you have an issue with your computers or anything electronic, you can call on his energy and you'll be amazed at how quickly the solution will rise up and if it does require a repairment or some sort of, you know, virus protection or whatever it is, you'll get the insight on what that is. But Archangel Michael is the one you call and just say, Archangel Michael, you can call the name three times and then just say, can you please give me the divine solution for this in divine timing and allow it to, to show up. Um, Archangel Heniel is governs the, the planetary influence and moon cycle. So she's great, too. Um, She's actually been coming in in a lot of my personal channeling sessions as of late last week or so. And she's around very strongly now with the super moon results that she's going to This is kind of her, you know, her red carpet time. So she is uh, an archangel that you can call on as well for helping you to feel a sense of centeredness and balance during this time. If you happen to have a day that's particularly emotional, feel like everything's going wrong, you can just call on her to to help you to get grounded. And then Archangel Jeremiel is for emotional balance, emotional healing. And a lot of times during a retrograde, things do come up. You know, if you're struggling financially and then you have retrograde stuff coming and you're not getting paid the way you thought you would or somebody doesn't send you the check or whatever and you start to panic, Archangel Jeremiel can help you to detach emotionally. And sometimes um, you're praying for the relationship to work out or the money to show up. You're praying for the end result. But what you really need to ask for is for ease in the process of getting to the end result. And that will help a lot if you pray for detachment from the outcome. So, yes, you want to hear from that wonder, from that you know love of your life. Or, yes, you want... That money to do whatever it is you need to do, whether it's paying a bill or you know some sort of bigger thing. The way that you you uh, handle that is to ask for detachment, pray for that sense of peace, and just just not feel that attachment to the outcome where you're literally losing sense of yourself. Pray for detachment. And Archangel out in particular, and Archangel Uriel too, uh, are very very good for that detachment, I know every time I pray for detachment within especially when I pull in those guys, you know within an hour, I all of a sudden feel this sense of lightness, and I can think about the situation because you know our mental mind likes to like stir things up, and my mental mind can you know think about you know I can see the person's face in my mind's eye, and I don't feel an emotional charge on it. I just feel like okay. You know, it is what it is. And that's so much more of a powerful place to be than, oh, my God, oh, my God, what did I do? What happened? What is it? You know, that kind of thing. So Archangel Jeremiel is wonderful for that. So those are three guys that can help you, all right? So I see a lot of you calling in. I'm going to take a quick break. I need to get something to drink. And uh, my mouth is dry today. I'm going to take we're going to take a really quick break. And then when we come back, we do some uh, readings. And then we're going to get our uh, activation in. Okay, so don't go away. If you'd like to get a reading, I would love to hear from you tonight. The number is 347-215-9485. It's 347-215-9485. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show, and we will be right back.
3: Do you ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get?
2: Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now.
3: No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach.
2: Hello, we are back. I'm Mari. You're listening to the Aho Moments Radio Show. And tonight we're talking all about getting your messages during the Mercury and retrograde. And uh we're gonna take a couple of calls right now and then we'll get into our uh, meditation for tonight so that we can get ourselves balanced and have a little resource, have a tool to use during um, the next three weeks if things start to get a little dicey with the energy um, and hopefully head off some of that and get get ourselves in alignment with uh, the, the various churns and flows that happen um, at this time. So again, if you'd like to call in and see if you can get in the queue for a question, the number is 347215. Nine four eight five. Okay, so Sam, I think we will take Erin in California first. Erin, are you there? Hi, Erin. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks
4: for uh,
2: taking good. my call. I'm excited. Tell me, what can I help you with tonight? Well, I I feel some
0: confusion around my purpose. I feel like I know. Totally know what it is now, but the how's not coming, and I'm wondering if maybe there's something I still
2: need to surrender for it to really come.
4: And
2: um, if you have any, <laughs> let me ask you this: what what is what purpose do you feel is it is? What what are you what are you perceiving as uh, your life purpose right now?
0: To help teens with food addiction and weight loss. Oh, great. That's really good. That's really good. And
2: where do you feel that it's not coming together? Um, I think feeling like I still don't have the confidence in myself. Mhm.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Do you have any sense that you might hurt someone in the process of doing what you do? You know, I didn't think so, but now that you say it, Yeah. Yeah, because that's what they're saying. They're saying that you're afraid you're going to tell someone the wrong thing or that you're going to hurt someone by giving them advice that may not be the right thing for them. And what they want you to know is that when you are a, quote, healer, unquote, or a facilitator, you're actually a facilitator of healing, you're really not the healer. So as long as you see yourself as a conduit for the the information that that. Person needs in order for them to make a decision as to whether they want to heal or not you're doing your job because you're very passionate and so you've taken on more than what's actually your job because really when you're in that line of work you're working as a representative of the greater energy, right? Of God, of the God of your understanding of spirit, of the universe whatever you want to call it, whatever resonates with you so you're really a facilitator, a partner in in facilitation of healing. And then the person, who, you're kind of like the garden hose, that so you have the water coming out of the spigot and then you have the, the potted plant that you're watering, right? So the patient would be the potted plant, would be the receiver, and the water is would be the universe. And you're that tool that's, that's the f- channel of that energy, of that water from one side to the other. Well, it's the same thing when you're in the line of work that you're thinking about. So a lot of times what I see happen, especially with people who are really, really empathic and really, really, and really genuinely care about what they're doing, is they take on the outcome as their responsibility and then they get really frightened and they stop the flow because they're worried that they might do something wrong and they have to be perfect. You don't have to be perfect. You just have to be willing to perceive what that client needs to whatever modality, whatever practice you're going to be employing or whatever, you know, you have in your toolkit. You're going to be in connection with spirit to to understand what's really needed and to allow yourself to be that communicator and facilitator, but to allow the patient the power, the self-power, to receive it and do with it what they choose to do with it. If they choose to heal, they will. And if they choose not to, they may not. But that's not your fault. And if you can detach from having to control their ultimate outcome, I think that all the resources that you're sort of blocking right now will start to flow through. Does that make sense? Yeah, that helps a lot, yeah. Yeah, I feel the uh, some relief with you. And that's that's the thing. You're, it's a very honorable thing, but it's also a tall order. And you're dealing with people who are underage, so there's even that bigger, like, oh, gosh. And then you're dealing with parents who are looking and staring at you, like, oh, are you going to fix my kid? You're going to fix my kid? You know, I mean, there's a lot. Yeah. Of, there's a lot, right? There's yeah. a lot. There's a lot of pressure. So if you can stand in that detached, like what we were talking about earlier, that detached place, it's not, detached doesn't mean abrasive. Detached doesn't mean not care. The detachment is actually making room for the power of the patient. That patient has to be invested, and that's what these kids need, especially when they're going through eating disorders. It's usually because they're feeling powerless, and if they can control their food, then they can control their world, and they can control their parents because their parents are freaked out that they're eating too much or they're throwing up or they're not eating enough, you know, whatever. But as a healer, as that facilitator of healing, okay, you are there, to empower them, give them all the tools and all the compassion and the the educated ear and the open heart space, right, to support them on their journey and to also help them to make the choice to step into their greatest experience here on the planet by choosing to adopt whatever tools, whatever mind, you know, Uh, I call it mind flow. I don't like the word mindset. But whatever points of view they need to be able to choose to heal. If you can start to sort that out, and you can listen to the podcast again because I'm using a lot of phraseology that's encoded energetically. You're getting it cellularly, not just in your head. So if you don't get your head wrapped around it this minute, it's okay. But if you can get that essence, then... I think you'll have a much easier time of it. It feels like you're on the right purpose, for sure. But I think you're just trying to take too much responsibility for how it turns out. I also feel like you're going to be writing books and speaking about this a lot. It'll probably be three to five years in, you know, a little bit deeper when you've had a lot of clients have, have like these big success stories and then you can start to see various patterns of what works but I really feel like you're going to be talking a lot about the empowered healer, you know, that sort of that ability to release the outcome and to empower the patient to make their decisions to choose to heal or not. So hopefully that helps a little bit.
0: Yeah, it does. I can't wait to listen again.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know.
0: Yeah, this this really helps a lot, yeah.
2: Oh, good. Good. We'll enjoy, and good luck, and let us know how you do, okay?
0: Okay. Thanks so
2: much. Okay. Have a great night, Erin. Take care. All right. Let's get another person in here. How about Lorraine in
0: Massachusetts? Hi, Lorraine. Are you there? Yeah. Can you hear me?
2: Yes, I can. How are you tonight?
0: I'm good. Thank you. Um, I'm having to make a decision about my mother had two strokes, and she's in Israel on a respirator with a tracheostomy right now and I have to I was going to go <laughs> like my vacation is now and then I heard that it was Mercury retrograde and um I live in Cheshire, Massachusetts, so there's a, a lot involved and you know, with the airports and uh, then uh, I also don't get along with my sister who I have to stay with when I go there. Um, so I don't know that it's better for me to go now, even with Mercury retrograde, or to wait until my next vacation in like August or even go a couple of weeks earlier in the beginning of August to visit her. But the thing is, one never knows when uh you know somebody's gonna die; she's been like that for six months already, and she's conscious. Um, and she seems to be having some sort of awakening with the, because even with her, um, voice not being able to talk because of the, the thing in her throat, she actually yells at her caregiver go when they put a q-tip up her nose to clean it. So, um, you know, so she's conscious and she opens her eyes and she's watching Fox News, which she loves. Uh, so. Um, you know, so she's still there and um the only way I can communicate with her is um if my sister puts the cell phone to her ear while she's visiting her and I can, you know, tell her I love you and what's going on in my life, but I can't uh I can't um you know, she can't talk to me. So I, I just and I have all this grief because I, I I can't make a decision uh, about when to go. Um, usually, I've been very good about this, but it's like my like guides keep telling me um, not to go right now. So, uh, but every time I think of her, I start crying. So, I don't know. I don't know what's best to do right now. So, well, I
2: think that I think that. Um... First of all, similar to the last caller, I think this is a, is a lot about personal power. Um, okay. You're seeing here's somebody who has clearly on a physical level been through a lot, right? That They're losing various faculties, but she's still scrappy enough and still in her power enough to demand something for her personal well-being and quality of life. And that yeah. that spirit and that tenacity is the part that you need to celebrate. So I understand the idea of the grieving, but grieving is resisting what currently is, those transitions, and anticipating the future. So it's kind of living in the past of, you know, wanting things to be maybe the way they used to, and then living in the future of what could potentially be she won't be here in however many years, months, whatever it is. But you really then miss the power of the present moment, which is she she can pretty much fight for herself right now, tracheotomy and all, you know what I mean? She's, she's like, okay, you know, get the cute tip out of my nose. Are you kidding me? You know, so that piece of it, and you can have the cell phone up to your ear and you can say, listen, I love you. Maybe you don't need to be able to have a full-out, you know, conversation <laughs> the way you could have 10 years ago, you know, but this is where you are now. I have a friend whose mother was just diagnosed with ovarian cancer and, it, you know, he had just gotten a, the... uh the news last week, the first day, you know, and he calls me up and he's sobbing and, you know, how am I going to tell my son? How am I going to get my, you know, son through it? And he, she raised, you know, helped to raise his kids and whatnot as her, uh, nah, you know, uh, babysitter or whatever. And I said, you know, you're in, she's alive and well. She walks in and out of chemo, fine. You know, I mean, obviously as fine as you can be in chemo, but she's, she's coherent. She's walking, she's sitting in the house drinking tea, Enjoy the day for today, the minute for the minute. Yes, it is natural when you have someone who's in a long-term medical situation to start to anticipate what it will be later. But this is a really powerful time where you have choice to to be focused and centered on the moment and the best quality what you need to ask for is what is the best quality of moment that I can have with what we have available to us now and that can actually help to filter the grieving process a bit it can temper it because you don't want to overload your circuits before their time because when it's time (laughs) to really grieve her when she does pass and everybody will when it's time to actually really grieve her there will be a piece of you that will detach and you'll be able to get through it. My fiance died, and you know, you'd think, oh my God, you can't get through it. I did get through it. You know, I did get through it. You know, you always miss it, but you get through it. You get through. My father died. You get through it. When the time is right, you will get through that time. But for today, work with the resources and the opportunities you have for today, and minute by minute. Mm-hmm. So that's tool number one. As far as when you go, and when you don't go. I think that you're losing sight of the guidance on that because you're spinning from past, okay. be
0: from past to future.
2: So when you step into that present moment, just ask yourself, is it time for me to go? And see how you feel in your body. If you get a tightness, if you get a hot flash, if it feels heavy, if your, your stomach slips, then no, it's not the time to go. If you get a wave of Coolness, a lightness, sometimes you'll get goosebumps, then your body is saying, yes, you know, go. I think that either way, if you listen to that aspect of you, then Mercury retrograde or not, you'll be there, you'll get there safely and soundly, and everything will flow. Things can flow during the retrograde, but what will get garbled is your ability to discern. That
0: emotional thing that's going on right now. Does, that, does this make sense? <laughs> Hello. Does it make sense to you? Hello. Can you hear me? Ah, uh, yes, yes, it, it okay. makes. And I'm like coming up with ways of. Um, I'm I'm a I'm a shaman, so I put her in my I put a picture of her in my uh, mesa, um, with you know my uh, prayer bundle. Um, so I'm coming up with ways of, um, you know, dealing, like staying present with her in in, in the way I can from a distance. Um, so, um, and yeah. then, you know, I would let her know when I talk on the phone with her, uh, you know, what I'm doing, because I when she was able to talk, I asked for her permission if, if I was able to do healings for her, and she said yes. Mm-hmm. So um, that's how, that's how I've been doing it.
2: <laughs>
0: Excellent. So you're
2: still present. You're you're working with what you have to be able to work with, and you're maximizing that, and that's the best you can do, and that's all that anybody would expect. And so then that's, you know, what you can expect from yourself. I would also just give you one last piece of advice before we jump. I have to get to the next call, but um, and that is to nurture yourself during this time. It feels like you're neglecting yourself a bit.
0: Yes, that, so, that's a big issue. <laughs> yeah,
2: so it feels like you yeah. know you're dehydrated and that you need some nurturing and you need a massage and you need some of this energy work yourself to be yes. able to be present for her without it leaching into your you know you're you're just being on fumes. You know you need to fill up the tank a bit so that you can be there with a little bit more efficiency, energetically and a little bit more ease physically. Does that make sense? Yeah,
0: that. Yeah, that was uh, my feeling now. That was my feeling of why I'm not supposed to go now because
2: yeah, I because need my
0: vacation time to chill out and, and take care of myself. Yep. Yeah,
2: and that, that can be a great gift to her in the long run.
0: So hopefully mm-hmm. that's
2: helped. I, I wish you all the best.
0: And um, Thank you very much. That was very helpful. Uh,
2: good, 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 good. Have a great night. <laughs> okay. Um, Sam, you know what I want to do? I want to do this activation, and then when we finish, maybe I can get to a couple more calls. We'll see if we can do that time-wise. But um, can you pull up uh, the music for us? And we're going to just do go into a little bit of a um, a meditation, just to kind of, and that was a good segue from that last caller, to get center and just to be able to flow with the energy right now. And over the next few weeks, all right. So, uh, okay, Sam, you can go ahead with the music, and let's see what the guides have to say. I don't know what they're going to say yet. We're shall but we we'll, this. We'll see what they come up with. They've been pretty off, pretty, pretty, pretty cool this week. All, all right. right. So for now, you can close your eyes and take a nice deep breath. And as you inhale, say I am. And as you
4: exhale,
2: relax. And as you
4: inhale,
2: I am. And as you exhale, at peace. And just breathing deeply, then it getting centered. And just becoming very aware of your body and how it feels. Taking a little bit of an inventory, going from your head, from your top of your head, your crown chakra. And just going down through the third eye, through the throat chakra, through the heart, through the solar plexus through the sacral chakra and down through the root, just feeling a sense of wave of relaxation, a wave of releasing anything that could get in the way of you receiving very clear guidance from your intuition and getting clear direction at this time. And allow yourself to feel now beautiful iridescent white light pouring down through the top of your head. All the way through your body, down into the earth. And that is the above, receiving the energy from above. And now feeling a beautiful column of light coming up through the base of your spine from the earth. From below, the earth energy, the grounding energy, the centering energy. Feeling that energy from below coming up through all the chakras and out of the top of your head. Breathing deeply, feeling that sense of centeredness, that sense of everything that might be swirling around you right now all of the worries, the fears, the concerns, the stops and the starts that are very common to Mercury and Retrograde, the surprises, the unforeseen mishaps. Letting all of that go, and especially letting go of anything that you think they might mean. It's very easy to assign meanings to things going on during a retrograde that just aren't so very easy to feel foggy and if you envision in front of you a beautiful lake filled with fog beautiful mist and seeing the water churning and seeing the mist and now seeing the water go still and the mist completely dissolving taking a nice deep breath and just feeling the stillness all of the churn stops for you in your world in your energy the churn has stopped the fog has lifted and as you look at your own reflection in the water you see the images of the solution that you are seeking. You see it playing out almost like a movie, right in the reflection there. And saying to yourself, to the energy, to your greater self, your infinite self, I'm open to receive the divine solution. I am open to be centered. To find clarity and to receive clarity. And to receive the best set of action steps that are for the highest and greatest good of all concerned at this time. In perfect divine timing. I am open to receive nurturing and guidance. And I'm open to be fully in my power regardless of what's going on around me now. And just be still for a moment as all of your cells are activating, magnetically strengthening themselves so they can draw in all of the resources, all of the power, all of the energy, as well as receive all of the fortification and the clarity and the clearing that you need at this time. Breathing deeply, taking it all in. And now allowing yourself to just be and saying to yourself, I am exactly as I need to be right now. All is well. I am open to receive and willing to accept all that the universe has for me now. All is well. And so it is. and taking a nice deep breath on the count of three you become very, very alert completely connected back into your physical body into your room, on your chair wherever you're sitting or lying at this time on the count of three you'll open your eyes, feeling wide awake feeling better than you were before the the, uh, meditation one Two three. Great. So oh, that was powerful. I love those guys. <laughs> they always come up with something. And it's so important to be able to source the true you during this time. And if you can do that and and if you can, even if you want to do that meditation every you know, daily, if you want to, like an electrograde or, um, you know, as you see fit, as you feel that you uh, need to. I so would just allow yourself to use this time to strengthen yourself. And it's a wonderful opportunity to find that center, to be in that centered space. So I think what I'm getting energetically is that we're all in a in our connected space. So I'm not going to take any more calls tonight just because I don't want to get us ratcheted into problem solving. I want you all to stay in this, this good, strong, connected space that we're in. And uh, I will take some more calls next week. Actually, Karen um, Abrams will be on next week with me and I'm really excited. We're going to be doing some theta healing, which will be really, really, really powerful and fun. And, uh, so for tonight, though, I just want to say that, um, you can make sure if you, if you want to join that Power Booth class, make sure to, to go ahead and register for that, ahamomentsync.com forward slash Power And, uh, and I think that's it for tonight. Um, just know you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this energy, even if it's Mercury and retrograde, Anything is possible. Have a great week, everybody. See you next Tuesday. Take care.
1: You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, Inc. dot com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash inc and twitter at twitter.com slash aha moments we can't wait to see you there